Hi friends, this is your host Sarah and we are back with another episode of Brazen Business Podcast. This week we are talking with Bethany Fosdick of Bush Baby um, that's located mostly here in Peoria. Um, We are talking about her life and business as a children's clothing retailer over the last decade in the Peoria area. We talk about her transition from brick and mortar to where she's at now, um, located inside of RC Outfitters and the Wink House in North Peoria, and what that transition has been like for her over the years. We also get a little bit into um, just the overall conversation about Peoria and how we feel about the city that we all are living in and the small business um, population that is booming around town. Um, This episode in particular is a unique one because we actually recorded this in a coffee shop. Shout out to Zion Coffee in downtown Peoria. Um, Bethany works downtown and so she was gracious enough to give me some of her time and we met in Zion. I haven't recorded in a coffee shop before, um, but it was fun for a couple of reasons. One, when you listen to the audio, you can hear lots of like clinking and some like background noise. And so if that's going to bother you, you might just want to skip to the next episode next week. Um, because it's throughout the entire episode. It doesn't get any better. Um, But it has like a real like comedians and cars getting coffee vibe, which I love so much. Also, there is a point where um, the volume of my voice gets a little bit lower. And it's because we were sitting upstairs in a loft that we were mostly by ourselves for. And then some people came up to like sit and have coffee with the like, you know, with their people. And they like, could clearly tell we were doing something, like recording or something. And I started to feel very much like we were like encroaching upon their experience at the coffee shop. So I guess I was trying to probably make my voice a little bit quieter. So you will hear me get a little bit more, um, you know, quiet when I'm talking. So that's kind of the vibe. But it was really fun. So if you hate the background noise, I'm so sorry. But honestly, it doesn't bother me at all. And I think it was a fun... A um, little mix-up for our podcast here. So there's some clanking plates. There's a couple of loud parts, but push through. You'll be fine. Um, you can follow Bethany on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, we also talk about a volunteer organization that she's um, really passionate about with getting people out into the parks in our area and beyond. And so we will link all of the information for those organizations plus Bush Baby in the details of this episode. Um, And enjoy listening to me and Bethany chat about all things small business. If you do feel like sticking around towards the end of the episode, I am going to put a little tidbit, a little funny um, anecdotal story about um, my life and business at the end of each one of these is a little treat for sticking around. So if you happen to listen to the play out music, there's, uh, there's more. Enjoy this episode with Bethany of Bush Baby. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the main things that like I want to talk to you about is the like you've made so many transitions. Like every time oh I my talk gosh. about, I like, laugh. Like even I'm like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, is it because I literally like had to pivot so many times <laughs> yes. in my life? Well, here's it's just the thing: like, is like adapt, pivot, adapt, pivot. And here's the thing is like, that is such a trend with a lot of people that I interview. And I say that like over and over again, is like, be 
key to success is to keep going. And like when there's a roadblock, the people that that are successful yeah. figure out how to maneuver around it. Yeah. Keep going, like whatever. It, whatever going it is, because it's yeah. definitely not what it started. And as. also, it's going to happen multiple times. Like this isn't even going to be like a singular time where the um, the that there's an issue that pops up in your business life. Like almost like as soon as you get this one settled, you're guaranteed that there will be another oh, hurdle right around the next corner. <laughs> and so I don't know if it's just like the people that don't. Um, that don't like anticipate that or maybe like people like I think it's it's makes you weary like you get tired of weathering the storm that's why I did what I did seven years in was just like I am tired and after the whole ordeal with color station it was the same thing like Abby was like well where else could we go and I was like I'm done like that is just like yeah literally not being able no to like pivots. move you know no like more. no yeah. i just need to do something else yeah yeah take a breath yeah realize if i still want to do this yeah. but still have it i mean it's still there and i mean yeah legally i'm still you know like my account yeah. is still <laughs> well and that's what i want to talk every time i like i have like an excel spreadsheet where i like keep all my guests like organized in my little ocd heart <laughs> so happy <laughs> And there's always like a little like like topic that I feel like oh. you fall into or whatever. And yours is really like transitioning through. I spoke to um, a business owner uh, kind of early on, Lou Garner, and we were talking about things. And she said something that kind of hit me where she was like, "Well, you know, everything has to end. Like things come to an oh. end. Like we were talking about yeah. like how things have changed over time." Because she met me when I was doing brazen jewelry, okay. and I was yeah. like, and, "You know, that I Oh, I think. I was thinking about that I today. Was I was like, thing. I was like, I think it also was like we, we had to have been in a show. Together. Well, that's what I thought. I, it would, but I have to have been no idea because I was trying was. to backtrack, 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 and I was like, I mean, the maybe first the cannery, re- possibly like the first I cannery it, show. I that thought they did. it had to have been a market of some sort. It's got to have been. I don't know how else, and it that happened. it was just maybe that we became repeats. That we were just like, hey, wait, so hi. There was okay. So hold on, something's formalizing in my brain here. Okay. So I feel like it could have been like we became familiar with each other at. I want to say it was like the very first cannery show. I know I was there. I know. No, I pretty much. Like, sure, I, I was friends yeah. with Renee, so it was yeah, like me too. right away. So right away. So maybe we met like that way, and then like we knew each other through Renee. But then I'm also remembering really quickly, like before we knew each other very well. You did something at Bush Baby where Sarah from the spot was yeah. there. Yeah. And I she did used like to a, come and so she came and I did like do a the trailer making demonstration like in the empty like retail space next to your store. Oh my like you were yeah. like I mean because this we would day, we would you're like doing some sort of like it was like a birthday celebration or, or something birthday, yeah. probably because I yeah. always asked Maloof if I could use that next space yes. just like as you know, so I think we were like for other with each other, and yeah. you asked me to do that, and I was like, "Heck yeah, man!" And okay. like, and like Sarah and yeah, I were really good friends, and so I think it was just like we had so many and Abby came with communication junction and probably did her thing like as part of the yeah, and we did like, we did like a hammered cuff, like yes. people could come yes. and texturize their cuff. You were and you were in that little glass and a daughter, yeah. 
that I met that day at your birthday party that yes. came and saw me at, at like every single oh, show, every you. farmer's market, every time I took the bagel out, like every town I went into. I went this mother Karina. and daughter, they're beautiful, dark headed yes. women. Karina. Yeah, just like, oh my gosh, I mean, they're, they're grown now, she's I'm sure, still. because like no, when this little girl a, was no, little, you know what I mean? This was like, I just this saw was forever one ago. That is in college. <laughs> She came and saw me at RC. And she was in college. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I was like, that is so wild. But she had to have been older youth when she started the conversation. I always remember them as like little. She could like she was like looking over my counter, like in the bagel. I had like you know what I mean. And they would come to like all the time, and they would sometimes get like matching things. No, it has to be them. And they were just like this loveliest people. They are, and I met them at that thing. And so that's the thing is like sometimes I'll be talking to people about doing markets or like if a, if a show's a flop you know if they go to a farmer's market it's like they didn't make anything and I'm like the thing is is you just never have any idea who you're talking to like the like the thing um, for the but then it ends that you up asked, in a small be, world yes because like then we all then just know of each other I just said then. yes to that thing because you were like I'm having this event do you want to be a part of it and yeah. it sounded fun and Sarah bad. was going to do it and then like and I was, I, there was no anticipation of like how much money I was going to yeah, make yeah, or like anything like that. I didn't even know. I was just kind of really starting teaching at that point. I think okay, really. Yeah, I was about to say, so were you early on too then? Did we, when did you start? I had been like, I had been doing, um, oh shoot. I mean like I had, I started the first business. I started making jewelry and I called myself Hard Rocks by Sarah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I rebranded like yeah. a few years in and became and that's jewelry. Right okay. And so that's about the time that's you and I, I met. Okay. So I want to say that was around like um, 2014 is when I rebranded. Because I was 2015, 2012. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so, but I like said yes to that party because I was like, oh, this will just be like, whatever, it'll be fun. And Bethany asked me and she seems nice. And like, I don't know what motivated me to do a lot of stuff back then. I was just yeah. like, I'll just do whatever. I feel like in and the then, beginning though, you do feel like, you know, I mean, it's I'll worth try a shot. It. I try Yeah. And then yeah. you either then learn really quick. Oh, like I didn't need to, but I felt like that was more for like my advertising was like, you know, people come in and want to meet you right away. And then they're like. Oh, would you be in this little magazine? And yeah. I'm like, sure. Or would you be on? I did that um, WEK. Like, it was actually after the Ellen show. And it was oh. for like a good year. Oh, okay. But it was the same thing. It was like, did I really need to do that? Because that was a lot of money. Just like, sure. So here, so this is the question I was going to pose you. Because like, you've done so many like retail shows with Push Baby. And like, beyond... Like, we're mainly talking about, like, Bush Baby, but, like, you have so much retail experience yeah. beyond, like, your small business know, that you scary. ran. Like it's you, almost 30 years Like, you, this is, like, <laughs> like, you went I'm to college for this. You, like, have, yeah. like, this has been your career's focus is, like, merchandising, yeah. selling, picking the right products, yeah. like, knowing how to talk to your customer. And then you also ran your own small business. But I think that in talking about, like, those... Are those, we on right now? Oh, yeah, we'll always be recording. <laughs> always be recording. <laughs> I just thought about that. I was like, wait a minute. I see that everybody. Oh always, my god! You are like, it's going to be like a new game of like how soon somebody asks. So um, I think no, I'm nervous. <laughs> that's why I don't tell you. <laughs> so I think um, <clears throat> when we're talking about the early days, when you're like, you just always say yes to all the shows. I did to everything. I felt like, but I feel like well, I, this is kind of like a two part question because one is like. 
you never know, right, what you're going to get from those things. Like yeah. that, that little party thing that I no. did at your shop, I found people that ended up supporting me in ways that yeah. I couldn't even, like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, who yeah, knows yeah, how yeah. many of their friends they told, they came and saw me at all these shows. Right. Like, that accumulates to something. It's that word of mouth that you would, would never even. Yeah. yeah, and so, and then you say, like, but we phrase it with the, like, in the early days, you say yes <laughs> to all those things. And it's like, so what happens to where you start saying no? Because, like, we've just said, there's value mm-hmm. in saying yes, even if like you don't make, you know, your money back. Even like how many shows have I sat at? And, like, I know. Like, I'm in over my. Oh, oh, oh. Like, absolutely, you your absolutely. Bitter calculating. Yeah, I know. Stuff you're like, I can be doing this. Oh. I can be here somewhere. Yeah. I can be online doing something. Absolutely. And so then, so what is it? Is it like I feel is it like bitterness that comes in that you're like, never mind. I'm not. I'm not. I, but I think it's. A, I think it's a bunch of that. Is it tired? Is it age? I think I it's a bunch of I that. I think it's that it's like there's a better I, But day. I also feel like because I had a brick and mortar, it was like, you know, after you felt like people then recognized you when you were at the markets, they're like, oh, yeah, that's Bush Baby. That's in the beginning. It was like, I don't know who you are. What's Bush Baby? Yeah. What's, you know. It, well, that's the then after like, a couple of years, then it was like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, you hear a girlfriend saying, oh, yeah, haven't you been in yet? They're, so then it was like, hmm. I don't know if I need to be, you know, at two places at once because I'm still open and I have to have an employee at, you know, so then I was like, well, so here's the other thing is like, I was just talking to a client about that this week about, they're like, well, we don't have something where we like typically sell goods that you would Mm. think of like at a market, but we're thinking about setting up a booth just to like get our name out there and advertise. And I'm like, you know, that's the thing is like, I can't tell you how many times I would like sit at the farmer's market in those early days because I didn't know anything about setting up a booth or how to sell at a market or whatever. And I wouldn't sell anything and I'd be like bitter. Like it cost me $25 to be here and I sat here for four hours. $25, $125 for some of those. I know, but that, yeah, yeah. you are. But like, then you think about it and you're like, the advertising that I got. No. Because after a while, people, like, know who you are because mm-hmm. they've seen your name. Mm-hmm. If you have a banner, you know, yeah. or they, yeah. like, if you talk to enough people and if people start to become familiar with you, brand familiarity yeah. is, like, a, akin to brand trust. So there is, like, something that's happening when you're showing up this place. Even if well, you're not, like, and monetarily it's just, and they see your face. Yeah. And, I mean, I was a one-woman show. Like, I mean, my husband didn't want to have anything to do with the business, yeah. which, I mean, yeah, sure. more power to him, but he supported, yeah. like, yeah, try it. Yes, like I had friends that would help from time to time. But I mean, sometimes it was like they would just get credit for the store. Sometimes then I was like, it made the decision like, oh, I need to actually probably hire. Yeah. So then it was like Jackie's mom that helped from the very beginning. So Grandma Skip was like, I've got time. You can hire me, you know. Sure. So then it was here and there, like you would hire people. But really, so it was she- you. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. like, I was, and they would just call me, there's Mom Bush Baby. Like, yeah. they had no idea what my name sure. was. Or, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, when you're just the freaking face of it. Yeah. 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 Then they start recognizing you so, and your brand. And then they put two and two together. Like, oh, yeah, she's been around. But you had a, you had a brick and mortar then before you were... Like, you opening the store for Bush Baby yeah. preceded you being out at markets, right? right? I, yeah. I wouldn't have done any, like, I started buying for Bush Baby, of course, before I opened, because I knew it was a year in advance, because I had already been buying for the right. other place. Yeah. And so I knew I had to reach out to those reps 
the year in advance to get get on their stock list or for whatever. that. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Except for like baby care lines and things like that, where I had just like reached out to them and all they needed was my federal tax ID number, and then it was yeah. like we're set up and yeah. set up with terms or set up with whatever. But I already had like my business plan so with like every motivation. list of like who I wanted. Yeah, I pretty much was able to get every brand that I had on that list in my business plan. Like I already knew how many outdoor brands I wanted that were kids related. Yeah. How many baby care lines I wanted, you know, the cloth diapering brand I wanted, sure. you know, it was like, I don't think I was ever told no in the very beginning. But what was your, so what was your um, motivation for branching out and doing like those public shows? And like, cause I mean, like you're, I knew I had to, you were everywhere. Like, it felt like everywhere. it, but but with the I think those were, were just she, relationships were I already had. Okay. So it was like either Sarah mm-hmm. with a spot that had her trailer that she was taking around. Sure. And then she, and then I was friends with Renee. And so sure. then that was like, she, before she was even 430 scope. I mean, right. she had, she was just doing it out of the cookery at, in Morton. Yeah. Like at that point, she was not a brick and mortar, but they were already doing those events was like right Andy? away. Yeah, yeah. And then Sarah with So Chic, the same thing. Sure, sure, Like, sure. then I got on her radar. The circuit. I know, it, it, is, it really yeah. is. I mean, there are certain ones, of course, that I just chose not. It was just too much. Like, I yeah. said, oh, I'm only going to do three, you know, three a season. Okay. Because it or something like that. Well, then yeah. it was like, mm, okay, I'll try that one. Oh, I'll try that one. So I did a lot more in the beginning, and then it was like, whoa, overload. Need to only do whatever it was. So then I sort of was like, I'll do all of Renee's. I'll do all of you know, so she's. And then I sort of like just limited it. Yeah. Like the Civic Center. You know, if they like said something, I'd be like. Mm. No. Oh, I did, I did a Curio Women's Lifestyle show one time. Oh, the what? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I had a friend who was like... like they wanted freebies. Like, they come around and with they their bags, and they want freebies. Right? That was not a good <laughs> match for me, but the thing... But you got to know. I mean, you The takeaway from that show yes. is I went in, like, the day before setup or whatever. I was mm-hmm. hard rocked by Sarah at this mm-hmm. point. Like, it was real early. Mm-hmm. The twins were born, so I was probably... 2013, 2014. That's right before my rebranding. I set all up. I go in the next day. I'm so excited to do the show. I do know that there's going to be like, people that want free pens and free notepads, but I'm like, oh, this mail buy some jewelry. Yeah. Um, I did, I do remember, I had a really good day that day. I saw yeah. quite a bit of jewelry. Yeah. But the only thing I remember is that they played the song Happy <laughs> by, by Pharrell. By Pharrell. <laughs> um, on a loop. For mm-hmm. eight hours, uh-huh. the whole day, they never changed the song. It was one song the You're whole day. Like, I'm like the first when it started, I was like, "Oh, this is like door rushing music," you know. And yeah, then, like they just kept going, and I was like, "But wait, a, when are they going to when are they going to change the song?" And then they never changed the was song. Was it like their theme song from that it never year stopped. that they had to like? As soon as it ended, it started again. It became like a point where I was like, "This is like." This is like war torture. <laughs> this is like I feel like I've been I've been yeah. pinned here and I'm being forced to, to listen, listen to this. Like I've never listened to that song again yeah. because of this. It was yeah. just a straight up. I mean, but those are like the stories day, that you song. just that like all of us can relate to. It some that's it. way. That's, this, that's the thing I'm in it. There for, is. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I always felt like 
there weren't many of us back then. There weren't many of us that were actual brick and mortars. So, of course, like, that was, oh, you know, I mean, and people would ask that. Why are you taking the time to then go do markets if you're a brick and mortar, too? Yeah. Um, what was the thing? But, what was the word? In your, was it marketing? Was it, or was it just sales? Or were you just like, this no, is just what you got to do? No, because it was never, like, a really good sale. You know, I mean, I would have good sales from time to time, but, like, you would get, oh, but you don't have... You, it was very, you definitely had to curate what you were taking there because if you took three pairs of Uggs, baby Uggs, and then they'd be, that's not the size they needed. Yeah. And then you were like, so you always, it was almost like, no, that's just more of the baby care and like maybe accessories, hats, gloves, whatever. Yeah. And then and you, you learn. Know, like, like, oh yeah. Right. The first like time the, you take oh, stuff and you're like, what did I do? I had, I had, um fixtures built out that would fit perfectly in my car that like the big pegs and that I mean it took so long and of course then I would only go by myself I wouldn't ask anybody to go help me set up so you're getting there and I would never go like I'd never be able to go the day the night before the day before it'd always be like nope I'm showing up setting up and there you know sweating up I look like a hot mess I just like throw the ball cap back on but I was always like, oh, no. You know, coming from visual merchandising, it was like, oh, no. Like, I've got to come up with this grand scheme of, like, this. And this was before you could, like, just even, you know, go now on Etsy so and buy a whole, like, setup I for yourself. I was literally, like, surfing Pinterest. And then, yeah. Like, now, that was, there was nothing like, like that back then. Yeah. How did they, like, oh, absolutely. And that you, it's portable that you'd have yes. to, like, break down. Take this apart. And then how heavy is it going to be? Am I going to be able to lift yes. it in the back of yes. my car? Yes. Like, the whole, and then, like, but then you'd have, then you'd have, have some of the, yes. like, oh, it wasn't very well balanced no. for this uneven field uh-huh. I'm in today. <laughs> but then you'd like look over and there'd be like five husbands there, like with their truck like wall. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like power tools. Yeah. Not <laughs> building a so, freaking village. So I did. I like spent all this money yeah. for like my really good friend Jack to like build out this amazing, like whatever, yeah. pop it up. Well, after two and a half years, I was like, screw it. Two pop up tables. <laughs> I was just you like, still have those set up? Just, it at? I know, I finally sold it off. I was going to say, I hope you sold it because that's worth something. Gave a home. She took some of it up to Chicago because, like, we would do a lot of like collabs together sure. so that at least, like, it, towards the end of her being here, at least, like, she would sit there with me and, like, we everything would go quicker. You'd be able to, like, actually get up and walk around and actually yeah. see other vendors that's or the thing too the I don't or go get something to eat so yeah so she took some of it but like yeah and then some of it like I repurposed and yeah. used in other ways but it was just like you know after a couple of years I was just like I just don't have the energy for this anymore yeah when it comes to that like, see that's the thing is like I went through you know I was you doing always all had, the shows. Always doing yeah. all the shows. Like you couldn't, you couldn't keep me out of a show. But it, like that thing, if you didn't have a brick and mortar, it made sense that you really needed something you that like to. could. You can't just like right. It's really scrap hard to drive your own traffic to an online yeah. site without people like constantly seeing your name. So you yeah. did like 
you know, you got to be crazy on NC, or you got to yeah. be really good at social oh, yeah. media marketing, or whatever. Because now you've got competition. Yeah. Um, and so I did all the shows. I'd go everywhere. I couldn't get enough of it. And I geeked mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. on the building of the, the booth display. <laughs> I've redesigned my booth like a thousand times. I remember, and I still say this, and it may be formulated into a business someday, but I'm always yeah. like, if there's another business for me, I would love to like design, design pieces those. for oh. booths specifically oh, yeah. that are like right? absolutely because it's like an engineering feat oh i remember one time i did a absolutely uh, a show in san diego yeah and did a couple of them but the first year i was doing it well all the years i did it i came up with a new design every time because it was like i have to get all of my jewelry there yes yeah. when i get there oh, i have to well, have yeah. a whole yeah, yeah, yeah so like what should i ship yeah what can i take yeah suitcase yeah. what should i buy when i get there what should I buy online and have shipped yeah. there? Like there were like so many. I knew like exactly what the threshold was for the size of box where it yeah. went from like a like crazy amount oh, of yeah. shipping to like a super, super dumb crazy. amount of yeah, shipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I shipped in like one time all the hardware I shipped for my thing had wiggled out of a hole in the box like it was in a baggie. Stop and like, it. So I was like going to like blow like tape all over it. Like really yeah. late well, you yeah. like, like these are the things. Yeah. I, that is that's that is lights my soul on fire. I love it so much. Like I don't love it in the moment, but like once you get to the end and you're like, oh, we solved all the problems. problems. Oh, man. Yeah, I just get like tingly with. I them. mean, I always felt like, oh man, if I if I really had to do that long term and I didn't have the brick and mortar, yeah. then of course you know when all the food truck rage of like oh, yeah. boutique trucks like you started when a, a she started. Yeah, um, when Shay. Yeah, when Shay was the first one on the site of like oh. Yeah, I mean, that totally makes sense, especially if you're going to... And then now, of course, it's just blown up and everybody's doing it. Yeah. It's like, but that makes sense, like, yeah. in all, because I don't have to put up a freaking tent. I That was my the main one. I will not put up a tent unless I have here's to. The, here's the thing. And I, I have, like, a round one, like an outdoor Kelty one. Uh-huh. Like, people would always be like, you have the coolest tent. And I was like, I only put it up when I absolutely have to because this is one I can do myself. Yeah. I don't have to, like, go bug somebody to, like, pull and then mess with... I was like, no. So I will like sunburn myself <laughs> just so that I don't have to, to put up the tent. Put up those same tents. You know, I did the mobile. I had the Winnebago. No, and, and I loved. I mean, yeah, like, and like and that, that was the whole thing. Like, oh, I was like, I don't want to have to do that either. And then it's like, there, it's there, everything is a grass. But then you got, situation. then you got it. Yeah, because like I like it. A, then if something breaks down, both those things. Absolutely. Okay, and then like people, everybody would come to the window and ask what kind of food I sold. They thought I was a food truck, <laughs> and like I was purposely like they can walk into it though, right? to it right yeah, but there was but, like windows set up that would have been perfect for a new trip um and i was purposely vague on my branding it? i sold it you did sell it to okay. the bass player of old crow medicine show's wife stop it yeah she made it into no. a mobile art studio stop in the it. south side of nashville yeah, yeah, they drove that up and got it. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, best ending to that story that could have possibly happened. I didn't yeah. want to sell it, but when no, I got divorced, I I, it broke down too often well, for me to not be married to it's a like you have to Yes, yes. And then here's the other thing: like some people wouldn't come in just because it felt like coming into like my living room. Do you know what I mean? Well, like I'm in there, and then they're like in a box, and they me, feel like they yeah, feel they like can't. They already have that weird intimate. like I'm not going to make contact eye contact with her. She's not going to say hi to me, so I can just like look at the stuff and. There was like walking. all these things, like, like you know, you have to like this liability insurance in case somebody falls oh, when they're like yeah. going down the steps. Yeah, going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Also, the door was built in like 1973, so it wasn't super yeah. accessible yeah. for every walk of no, person that right. would come in. Like, 
So there were yeah. there's a there's a oh, oh there, yeah. There's some shows I'd be like I should have brought my tent. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> because the, the riverfront market. I took the bigger down the riverfront market a few times. It did not do well down there. I made so much more with a tent because yeah. everybody else got the tent. Yeah, nobody else is going in trucks down. No, there. right, right, right. I mean, they might be serving out of trucks. Yeah, but nobody's Absolutely. going. They're anymore. not going. They got That's the dog. Yeah. They just want to stroll past. They totally. can't see what I'm selling from True the outside bars. of my truck. Yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's there's some there's some good and some bad to that. So sorry I went off on like a mobile tangent. Oh no! I, like that was. Oh, uh, I'll have dreams still, and I'm like, oh yeah, if it opens this way and you slide the stuff out this way, and it's still like the, the, the overhang. Like, like was, you're thinking of these ideas. I loved figuring out how to make it work. Do you know what I mean? Like how can I make this a story? And then like once project was done I'm like yeah no it's still fun to like drive and do but like the building of the thing yeah. the figuring out the like really how are we going yeah. to make this work yeah that's the part it's I the love. fun like, yeah creative. that's the fun I know the fun puzzly yeah, part yeah, yeah, yeah. that I really yeah. enjoy um <clears throat> so maybe that's why I continued to do shows as long as I did but like recently I had planned to do some shows this winter and then um, my one of my boys made the high school basketball team, know, and then like sports season got crazy, and I was just like, you know, the whole reason why I work so hard to work for myself yes. is so that I don't then you have to miss my kids' right. sports stuff. So Absolutely. like, I had to miss out on the the Thanksgiving market for the riverfront, but it's just like I'm just a different part now. Things are different. Things are more well, and that's what I feel like now. It's like okay, after all this that has happened, and I laugh because it is. It's like. Okay, now I need to adapt. Okay, now I need to pivot. Okay, now I'm adapting again, and I'm pivoting. And people are like, "Are you still open?" Yeah. You know, I mean, I get that all the time. If sure. they actually do see me, because I'm yeah. in offices now and they don't see me, but if yeah. I'm out on the floor and they walk in and they're like, "Wait, do you still have fresh baby?" And I'm like, "Yes," but it it's completely different than what it was. Yeah. So tell me about it now. So is it is it physically? I physically have our space at RC. Okay. And I have space now at the Wink House. Right. Physical okay. space. And like just booth style. It's like, okay. It's like set up and merchandise. By but you it's know. like, but it's not, you know, people come in and they might be thinking that they're going to find baby Patagonia. You're not going to find baby Patagonia. It's not your full stuff. When that made, before. yeah. When I made that transition and then I had, I left that stuff at that location that I was, then... It doesn't, there's, you can't justify keeping North Face and Patagonia and those clothing brands when you can be, when you don't even have, yeah, there's no way with the minimums that they had. And sure. I mean, it's just not, I think a lot of people don't understand about, no, they don't. And that's what they don't. And so that's why they're like, like shoes. I mean, I still get that. Do you have a Sorrel, you know, do you still have your kids Sorrel two and a half? Let's see. When did I move out of? Two. I mean, I think I'm going on two years down here. Let's look at random things. Are you still on Glenn? And what are your hours? And I'm like, girl, where have you been for the last two and a half years? Yeah, you like, know, but Mama, that, there is some um, stuff to that, though. Yeah, because, no, like, I have not been there for over three. I mean, that would be a whole three and a half. That means you've established some brand recognition because for whatever reason, they didn't need you for three years. But when they thought, <laughs> thought of something... They're like, you know where I'm gonna go? The little amber bracelet, and I'm like, nope, don't have oh, my amber bracelet anymore. Oh, thought of you. I you know. know, I know, but it's just, you know, you're just out of the blue. You're like, what? Where have you been? But um, yeah, I don't know. So yes, it's like, okay, those two spaces. Try this for now. They've both been amazing. You know. Oh, yep. Have space here. Sure. 
but yeah, I don't know what the future is going to hold. Like yes. if this outdoor alliance thing, if we become a nonprofit, and then we've always wanted to have a co-op somewhere. Um, you know, if we get that off, then it would make sense to have then maybe the conservation project back. Sure. Because that's where that's the most things that people ask about is do you still need the conservation project where like you have the use, the gently used stuff and it's just like no, that wouldn't work in either of these places because I'm physically not there sure. processing to it, manage to it. Give it yeah. yeah. And so that's like still people like I mean monthly. Do you still do that? Because we just love that. We've got product to give you, and then, we, like, we would love, like, no. So if the co-op ever happens, I could, like, foresee something like that where it's, like, okay, maybe we bring the conservation project back into this co-op if we do it. Sure. But that's a whole other ordeal where we all have full-time jobs. That's a passion project. Yeah. If we find time to then become nonprofit status, who you know? Then we'd have to find somebody to man it and run it and find an area that would make sense to sure. have things that people can rent and yeah. So we'll see. So the outdoor alliance project yeah. that you're working on, this is uh, right now just kind of it's like a volunteer. Peoria outdoor, yeah, it's Peoria Outdoor Adventures. Mark, who is a realtor in town, he was friends with Julie, a retired teacher that runs local opal website that basically i mean that lady she how many counties i don't i I wouldn't even i'd have to look like she has resourced every county and now that she's retired she's able to like actually meet with the counties to like you know um see what kind of um accessibility they have at every park imaginable okay. in those counties. Okay. And so then she, as of course a teacher, you know, does, she pulled it all together, made a website of it. Mark had like, I think Mark had heard of her, of course, because he was sort of then doing the same thing because people would move to town. So, you know, he would sell in the house. And of course they're like, Oh, we love, you know, mountain biking. Where's sure, good where mountain biking? Go? And sure. then it was like, so he started making like lists. lists. Love it. So then the two of them, found each other somehow I don't remember if it sure. was just and then they brought me in after Shannon Halford who helped like with my website at the time and then we became really good friends they somehow got to know her I don't even know how that happened maybe through Mark I think and then she was working at, or she was doing grindstone group at the time with Greg Paul and then or Greg Lynn and then it was like okay um let's combine all this and maybe make something of this. And then they roped me in while well, I still had the store. I think I still had the store, like the okay. actual brick and mortar when okay. I, when they first started talking about it. And then we just meet from time to time and we we're like, what can we make of this? Yeah. And, what, and the it whole was, thing was just like, we all have a shared interest in like absolute outdoor and like racing outdoor. And, and it was so hard. Like, I mean, even through Bush baby, through the other place, it was so hard to get information or if there's going to be an event through a local club because they're all volunteer too. And it'd be like, are you doing whatever it was, the orienteering, you know, at this date again? And you would, it was like crickets and it'd be like, oh my gosh, we want to know, like we want to put it out there. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, when Mark learned of, like, Julie's calendar, she would try to keep up as much as she could, but then we would never, you could never get, like, true answers. And, yeah, the communication wasn't there between, like, the actual groups themselves because they were all volunteer-based as well. And so it was sort of like, who's manning their social media? If you're trying to message one of them, if you don't know someone personally to ask them in the club, um, because yeah, we were just all like, no, we would love to know if somebody is doing a meetup and kayaking somewhere, hiking somewhere, you know, mountain biking yeah. somewhere. Like, yeah, I mean, we knew because of the industry I was in, like my husband would tell me all the time, like the clubs he was in. So yeah. like, we all knew. Yeah. And we ran with friends that all knew those things. Right, but if but you're, it was like, if you're new, or if you just don't know those people. Well, and or, it, or you you don't know if you are going to like hiking. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I suck at hiking, right. but right, but you got to do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we all were sort of like struggling with, oh my gosh, like how hard is it to like go, you know. And then it discovered Peoria, and all of these were starting to pop up, and it was like, but. I think still people were able to like just go to one place and Wrong say outdoor yeah, and say, where can I go this weekend? I have Saturday free. Yeah. One place that you could find all the information. It was like, no, you'd have to go on this website to see if they have something. If the Prairie Peoria Park District, click on there, see if they have anything. But if you don't it even know like, the, where the resources well, are yeah. to check, then right. like, how do you, yeah. how, where do you even begin? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So you guys have put together like a, a landing page yeah. where people can yeah, find Shannon did this like gorgeous. You got you have Mark who like I mean even though he's not you know he's a realtor but like his photography and his videography I mean beautiful beautiful yeah. I mean yeah. other people are using his stuff it's yeah. just yeah his drone work all that so uh, yeah he just gave her like here's all my you know photographs of the. River Valley, like, let's make this happen, and she made, like, this gorgeous, gorgeous website. Again, it's like we all have full-time jobs. Sure. So, yes, if we really had somebody that was, like, dedicated to, like, coming up with the challenges, you know, working on the nonprofit um, paperwork, yeah, yeah, I mean, it would go quicker, but, like, still the turnouts that we've had have sort of, like, definitely been mind-blowing. Oh, wow. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that... The latest one they did was, um, it was pedestrians in Peoria, those two ladies that, like, walk, had walked pretty much everywhere in Peoria. Yeah. Um, they and Mark, with Peoria Outdoor, like, he, they had said, hey, let's just meet up and do these caves. So there's these caves that are down on the bottom of Grandview Drive, okay. like, through a creek bed. Okay. There's these caves that are back there that most Peorians don't know about. Sure. yeah, I didn't know And about. they said, let's just meet up, whoever's interested, and, you know, Mark put it out there, I'm just on social media, and it's, like, and it's only, like, not even a quarter of a mile up the creek bed, dry creek bed, you know, so it's just, you know, it's so it's like, walk. no, not at all. So we're thinking, oh, you know, and Julie was in town. We didn't know if Shannon would come, but, like, we all tried to, like, at least be there. Yeah. And they announced, you know, that we're all there. I show up and I turn the corner. It is, like, cars lined up. Grandview Drive. There were over 100 at, and, um, what did he, he tried counting. Like, 150 to whatever people. And I remember we friends of ours were going to, like, meet me there, too. Because Russ didn't want to go. And they, I remember they 
texted me when I got in my car, and they're like, uh, we're up at Leafs and Beans having coffee because that is way too many people. It just turned out to be wow. like, whoa. So then, like, the park district sort of now we're trying to – we had a Zoom meeting with the park district because, you know, we asked them, you know, what kind of programming that they're going to do for the next season and things like that. And they have, of course, tons of plans. Yeah. Well, they all of a sudden – realized oh we might want to find out like what they have planned because that was a lot of people then that yeah so your venn diagrams very much overlap with people that are yeah interested absolutely and it was like and we always wanted them to be involved yeah but you know it's like they have different programming what's the initiative called what's it called well it's Illinois River Valley Outdoor Alliance. So oh, they, Alliance. Ur- Urboa is basically like the... Okay, I'll, I'll link everything in the episode for this. So and then it's like River Valley Outdoors, I think, is our ha- like actual hashtag like on. Okay. But, um, like, yeah, and he did a medallion hunt at Forest Park that, like, everybody got into. I mean, they were, like, constantly, and that was the thing with the park district, too. It's like people were walking into the... Um, the A-frame and they were at the nature center and they were like, so we're here to like, look for that medallion. And they were like, oh, we don't really know much about it. It wasn't, you know, again, it wasn't something. So they were like, yeah, so maybe if we work together. Yes. Yeah. Like finally, it'll we're be getting for somebody. Some, I mean, yeah. because if to oh, get yeah. the support of the park district, it, it was so be huge. Cause I mean, like they're doing amazing yeah. things. Like they do so many fun activities in the, I know. In the area. And but honestly, we I want, think their biggest struggle is to be there. Yeah. And yeah, but we, yeah. and we have, it's just sort of like, again, trying to like communicate and say, we just want to promote what you already have going. Yeah. You have so much going right so now, much, yeah. but like, we need to know about it so that we can put it on our own calendar and our, you know, so that we don't need to do it twice. Like you're already doing it. Yeah. We just want to yeah, actually like, yeah. So yeah. now we that finally had a Zoom meeting yeah, a couple uh-huh. months ago. And so. Um, but again, it's just like time, like who has the time? I mean, we don't have anybody devoted to, it's just sort of like when we can find the time. It's hard. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. But when you got a lot of people that believe in the project, you yeah. know, that you guys oh, are it's just, making so I mean, exciting just exciting. to like see people out, you know, yeah. bring their kids. Yeah. yeah. Or like. There's so many benefits of it, like just being more aware of what's in our community already. Well, that's that what we were just not even know. Like that's crazy. I didn't know about the caves. Like, well, I know. Like shit. At, um, was it WMBD? Somebody was one of the. I think it is them. They were um, meeting. Now that I have a different role at RC and uh, in marketing, which like not like marketing by any trade. I know. Look at you. I'm just like. So they're well, talking at you for less they're like, self. Like you clearly they like have this kid. whole report. They've done this like this analysis before they meet with me. And, you know, so, I mean, this guy is so excited because, you know, oh, the SEO analysis and da, 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 da. And I'm just like, my eyes are just like, and I finally was like, I don't come from a marketing background. I was like, so some of this is so over my head that, of course, yes, we'll get it taken care of. But I was like, let's talk, talk big picture here, <laughs> like where we can start. But, like, they were, it was even, like, the conversation we had with them, it was just, like, Peoria is such a crazy city. Like, you think of, like, the history that has been here. So then he was just, like, wigging out on, like, cool facts of, like, the history of before Caterpillar and Prohibition, all of that. And he's just, like, and again, then with marketing, it's just, like, it is a tricky, tricky city 
for who, of course, is still here from, you know, sort of um, that history. And then, you know, what's come up and, you know, revamping the warehouse district here. And But, like, I, I don't remember, I mean, my work was always on that side of town. Mm-hmm. My north, business yeah. was on that side of town. Yeah. I wouldn't come downtown unless it was for, like, Riverfront, like, concert or that type of thing. Like, there weren't businesses down here at that time to, like, just, like, come down and, I don't know, shop. You never made, like, this your destination. Unless it was, like, in the evenings for, like, Riverfront, you know, Seth events and stuff like that. Yeah. So now that there's, like, so much down here, it's just, like... They're a really cool warehouse district. Then, of oh, course, I, I, I mean, mean like, with the, yeah. this construction that's even going on here with, is it Baldo? I forget. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, man, like, it's so cool down here. But, you know, you just sort of like you, you're still in bubbles, even though it's such a s- small city. It's such a small city. Like, you're still in little bubbles of like, I mean, I remember customers that would be like, I'm not from around here. I mean, I still, I tell this story all the time. So Grandma Skip, I mean, love her to death. I mean, she would just sort of let you know. I'm <laughs> not really a filter when it came to certain things. And I remember being in the back room and she was helping a mom out. And the mom was like, ah, she's not from around here. Could Would you special order those um, baby Uggs and then have them shipped to my house? And we were like, yeah, we'll ship, you know. And then I remember Skip. I hear her say, so you're not from around here. Oh, okay. So let's get your address. And she's like plugging it in so we could put the special order in. And then it was going to send. And she's like, whatever, you know, um, she's like zip code. And she's like 61550. And Skip literally goes, that's Morton. <laughs> and she's like, yes. And she's like, she's like, you're from here. She's like, ma'am. I could just drop that off on my way. When that comes in, I'll just swing it by your house. And I just remember going, oh, my gosh. But I was like, but really? You're not from around here. You're from across the river. You can say that. But, like, to act like you're from But, like, yeah. I'm not from around here. I'm from Dunlap. Like, you know, it was things like that where you were just like... I mean, sometimes you would just shake your head and go, I just can't believe that just came out of that person's mouth. I tell you, you what. Know? I tell you Like, what. you think the kids say the funniest things, which they, I mean, oh, we have stories. But, like. Adults, yeah. To They're say that it. you're from, like, far away and then to say that you're from Warren. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, I drive that every day. That's okay. really That's yeah, really funny. I know. So it is, it's this weird, like, but you get in those bubbles and you get in those yeah, habits. Like, right. I'm only going to shop, you know, but also a certain area. And you don't even think about, like, oh, yeah, there's so much in a whole other section of town. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that it's hard, too, to, like, imagine when the growth is happening, like, as we're speaking. Like, yeah. I, my dad worked at the water company, so yeah. he worked downtown. And I know that, like, sometimes we'd come down here to the river station when I was a kid yeah. for, like, oh, a fancy yes. dinner. Yeah, it was like there were restaurants. Yeah, and, like, but, like driving through was, like, not super safe. Like, there wasn't a yeah. lot of good places to, like, you, like, you could know, go, like, a lot you could go through. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just always being, like, fearful, which was probably ignorant mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, but, yeah, it, this was not, like, a destination mm-hmm. for sure. And mm-hmm. then, like, I think about, like, 
shoot, when we were doing the Riverfront Market years ago, I remember yeah. when, the first time I parked the bagel, I parked it behind Joe's Crab Shack. On the, <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. On that the, whole, like, like boardwalk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, but I was, like, over, like, it was crumbling around us at the time. But, like, Absolutely. When you think about the things that used to be used down to be there down that are now yeah. no longer down there, it's kind of hard to, like, repicture it how it was. But mm-hmm. in the same way, it's, like, it's so much has changed but like it's our proms were down there yeah yeah but you're right there's uh i'm proud of our city you know a lot of people dog on peoria and say like really terrible things which i don't understand like the comedian that was here recently and said like oh peoria like blows in negative four degree weather first of all sir (laughs) i don't know where's pleasant at negative four degree weather also we're talking like it was like negative 30 wind chill out that weekend yeah and like when a show gets over at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. on a Saturday in July, mm-hmm. you could probably find so many things to do. To do. You could, you could, like, you're but probably still going to go into like, the same For the outdoors. There's nothing. There's there no, there's so no to places to know. go hiking yeah. here. Are you kidding me? I, so I we have the best mountain biking trails. Like, I mean, people come from yeah. Wisconsin. Our friends will come down here and say this, this is better mountain biking than anything that they have up there. You know, there's places where you're just like, really? I think it is like really a matter of like people getting out there and being willing to like open their eyes to what's here. Like mm-hmm. I think some people just want Peoria to suck so they like don't even open their eyes to it or they, yeah. like you said, they're stuck in their bubble where they just yeah. go to like this chain restaurant yeah. and like this yeah, one like, little local place and yeah. go to this store or whatever. And that's I mean, all look fine. at all of these coffee houses in these restaurants. I know, like we were like, where are we going to meet? And I'm like, well, there's so many options no. now. Like years Absolutely. ago, there was like, yeah. <laughs> I remember when like 30 was the only place you could get like a Yep, and but see, I never went. But to that the was always like that was, but it was one place. Like you were just like, if you didn't go into the heights, yeah. I think that all the progress. I think a lot of people think it's scary. I think it's really expensive. I think that there's you know um, only a few select groups that can afford to do it and are yeah. doing it. But yeah. I think that the things that are happening are positive for Peoria, no matter what. Like new businesses, new growth, buildings that can house <laughs> businesses in them that can add to the economy yeah. of. The whole city is well, their only good And things. now you just think, okay, I mean, of course, post-COVID now. So I'll, I'll try to get up and see some girlfriends um, in Chicago that, of course, were born and raised there. Um, went to fashion school with them. You know, we studied in Italy together. Like, we become, like, we still try to meet up every single time I'm up there. I make an effort. Like, we're going to, yeah. you know, meet up. I mean, this last time... I went up a little early. I was like, okay, you know, I've got some time. The one was still working. So we definitely had like a later supper. I knew I'd get home like very late, but I made the trip up and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll try to park here because she works downtown at anthropology. It's like, I'll park here, but like, oh, there's a little Patagonia right across the street. This has like a plaza here. Like I can park in that parking deck. Cause you got to plan all that. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't been up to the city and since I went to school there, you know, or I mean, you know, it's yeah. been like a while yeah. since like I actually was like downtown to like yeah. really. I, if you went into any of those stores, I mean, even Patagonia, which is usually like the, I interned with them, like it, we couldn't leave the store until everything was buffed and like yeah. perfect. I was like, I'm going to bop around before supper. I mean, and coming from visual merchandising background, I will, like, walk into a place and I, like, I mean, you know, I mean, a freaking Nordstrom, whatever it was. And I would scoff. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what has this come to? I mean, dirty, nasty floors. Yeah. Dirt everywhere. Crap on the floor. Like, literally product, you know, like, that nobody's picked up. 
no staff, of course, to be seen. Yeah. Everything in disarray. Yeah. I mean, some of the Lululemon store, like, went into the Lululemon store, taking pictures to send back to, like, Sue, being like, look how dirty this one is. Yeah. Like, I remember that we finally had dinner together, and I was like, girls, what has happened to downtown Chicago? And then they're like, oh. They're like, everybody's moving out. There's no way with the crime that's happening, of course, anywhere up there. And especially, like, you know, um, with the whole police situation. But then she's like, and they're like, they don't, they, you can't find good staff anymore. I mean, she's like, we all come from retail backgrounds. Like, we care about it. They can't find staff enough to then pick up something that somebody dropped on the floor. Or let or alone can't afford sweep, to, like, live there and sweep there. The no. Yeah. And I was like, so to come and to walk in to the establishment I work at right now, and people are like, oh my gosh, this is, they used to say, this is like we're in Chicago. I'm like, right now, I'm like, don't say that because we are so, like, I mean, we're meticulous. Like, everything is meticulous. Like, that's what you hope that Chicago still is like. But, yeah. Well, I don't think they're like, uh, it's just the details. But again, but we're gonna like I think that we're gonna. I was like, and we have that right here, here yeah. in Peoria. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to take your, you know. I mean, that was like growing up. Oh, we're gonna go up for the weekend to Chicago and go shopping because that was a big thing then. Yeah. But I'm like, no, you can find better and better quality and more selection of the same brands you're going up there to look at. We have, you know, you can find it here. Yeah, and I'm proud of our small business community that we have here. Like, and, we do and have it's an small business. It's not. Business. You're, it's yeah. not like we're going over to Grand Prairie and going into a Banana Republic. Like these are actually like the small businesses that are. Yeah, I know it's wild, and they're and downtown is being filled with them, which is. I know. Which is really I'm excited nice. to see like what happens here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know there's a lot of really good things happening, and I'm glad that somebody at least saw the value in pure pure. Is worth investing in it, so I yeah. can make these things. But that's the thing that that's so what I think. Like, definitely, I had I became bitter and things like that when it came to you still have those that would walk in and say, Oh, they just did a communication junction class, they'd walk back out into the store and then say, Oh, we need to go get a, a toy for a birthday. Let's head over to Target. I've got a bunch of things to do. You're standing right in my store yeah, yeah. with toys surrounding you. Yeah. And you're saying that, and that gets you down. That but those makes people it, are your Target customer. Well, let's hope, but those are the people that are yeah. in, your store. in my yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you, you hope that with everything that's going on, that... People are going to be able to stay open, yeah, or take a leap and try to open. You know, something that they've always wanted to do, and yeah, you know, it's always been a dream that they have, whatever it may be, salon, uh, you know, whatever it is. Like, I mean, we need to be here to support it. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky atmosphere because um, it's it's risky to start anything like that, especially right now. Oh, absolutely. But there also is, you know, I there's that old adage of like if it plays in Peoria. Yeah. I know that that's so old and it's like from the vaudeville days. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not wrong. Like I remember I was in a band for years and Look at you. And I were you second guess was like a bit surprised. Yeah, I was a singer. No way. Um, and I I played out for like a decade all over the place mm-hmm. from like 
Galesburg mm-hmm. to Washington to just maybe like the Tri County area mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. Here and Peoria proper. Yeah, it was like the hardest market. First of all, the hardest place to like book a band. The hardest. Place oh my gosh! Then we just had this conversation with this guy yesterday because he was in a band too. Yes, yes. He like said they. He said they totally go to like Springfield and get more. They're like it's night and day of yeah. different places yeah. than what yeah, they we think were right here. Out of the area because yeah. People, and like, oh my like, gosh, that's exactly good. what you said yesterday. Like people were just like here were like, and the things that they wanted were so bizarre. Yeah. And, but like to get people to like turn around and face the band and pay attention. Like, oh my gosh, that's like, literally that's exactly what he said yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There yeah, yeah. A, there is really something to that whole like work harder to impress you. Yeah. Which I think it's something to be proud of because mm-hmm. you shouldn't just like you know celebrate every little thing but yeah. also it's like come on yeah. some people just need a little <laughs> bit of clapping and then they can keep doing it you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i think you're right like you have to show a little affirmation here things. like here's something um <clears throat> that i want to uh end this conversation on in particular and it's something that rings true for me especially when talking about you i remember that party that we did at, that we talked about at the beginning of this conversation mm-hmm. where I did the textured um, bracelets and, mm-hmm. and afterwards you were like hey I want to thank you for being here but I'm not like in lieu of like I'm giving you cash yeah I would like to just support another small business and get you a gift would you mind doing that and you sent me like things to choose from fair and simple oh my god yes yes and you're uh, like I'd rather support her also if you're okay with that and I was like I love that <laughs> and I picked a marble um like what I think it's a it. saltine I do. tray I think yes yeah but I use it for um my rings I still put them in there every yeah. single day to this day yeah like, it's still sitting on my dresser and that's what I use it for and so oh I think my the god the number one thing I talk to people about especially yeah. clients like if you are a small business yeah you have to support small businesses i cannot tell you absolutely occurred to people like i will meet with people for small businesses that are asking me like can you help me with my heart yeah yeah whatever the thing is and i'll say yeah Yeah. and i'll say and then they want to go give you a starbucks they want to give me a starbucks (laughs) they'll say can i bring you coffee and they'll show up to their office or whatever and And it's starbucks or something yes yes and i'm like you are what a small. I know. Like, I, I know. Had somebody meet me at a at their office that was like in the middle of like three other local coffee shops, and mm-hmm. they brought me freaking Starbucks. And like, here's mm-hmm. the thing: I'm not ungrateful for the coffee. No, so I know. Not me, I know. I'm saying, how are you about to walk about this life asking yeah. everybody else to support your small business when you Absolutely. don't make those same financial decisions in your yeah. life? And that's something I've always seen you do. Like, I've seen you um, always champion all the other small businesses that are around you. You're always looking for Well, you hope that we all do the same. I know. Like we, I know. <laughs> and no. Well, just going to Beth's Galantine. You know, I was like, I'm going to drop in it because she's having to pivot and adapt, too, with Curbology. And so I was like, because um, I'm going to go and probably help them move or whatever. But I was like, oh, I'm going to drop in really quick, you know, again. Being intentional about, oh, I've got a little bit of time after work before I go home. I'm going to, like, drop in and say hi. And support means the world to right. somebody. And I'm like, oh, and I need a candle from Just Be because, like, I used to have Just Be there. And I know that she would have the candles there. And I'm like, but, yeah, why would I go to Target and, oh, yeah, I need a candle. Okay, well, I'm Those not going to get it. Are you kidding me? Like, of course. And then. 
and you might pay three dollars and a little shout out like you know i mean of course like i have to be on social media all the time now which my husband is like because he's never been on social media and most people don't even know i'm married yeah but um it's just like no and then give a freaking shout out like it's it takes so little effort. exactly i literally like video and i like took a snapshot she's like what are you doing i'm like i'm saying that i was here and that more people should be so that you don't have to then do what you need you know do to adapt and pivot as well it's so simple and i wish more people thought about it because but i think that that's also the the way they were raised i mean hands down some of it is i think that they just have to be intentional like like, intentional don't support big business like i'm not saying some of it's unavoidable you're gonna have to like no you know go to the corporate no well yeah yeah like there i'm not gonna be able to yeah yeah, raise my own pig choices yeah be intentional i know I, I think know. there's lots of things that we could talk about. I think you've been in business for years, and I love to pick your vein on retail merchandising and all. The I other always life do giggle because, like, have. the first time I ever heard, like, if you make it a year, you're you were successful, and I was like, a year, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm almost a decade in. So, but again, it's like, I mean, pivots my middle name. <laughs> I'm just so adaptable. But I don't let's chat again. Let's is. chat again in the future, and we can talk on some more of those oh. topics. And um, yeah, thanks for meeting with me today. Ass freaking Lutley. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons why I started this podcast was because I have these conversations with all of these business owners or people in business about their experience, about good, bad, ugly, and you name it. And I'm in it for the story. I just want to hear all the things. I want to know the details. I want to know how it went. I want to know how you would do it again. I just love hearing about people's experiences. And so, um, you know, my favorite is laughing. And so I think I've got a few funny little stories um, from times of employment that I can sprinkle in here and there for a little comedic relief. And so I'm going to start doing that. I'll eventually run out of my own stories. So if you have a funny story or if something bizarre has happened to you at your place of employment, I would just love it if you would write in, call, send a smoke signal, whatever you want to do and share it with me. You can record it yourself. I'll put you on the air. Um, let's just, let's just giggle about the, uh, idiosyncrasies a little bit. So my first story, I've told this before, but never on here. So this is a podcast exclusive. Um, I went to college out of high school to be a dental hygienist. And the, when I graduated from that program, I was super excited to start my career as a dental hygienist. And it was known to be that the jobs that would be available were few and far between. There was a oversaturation of hygienists and not a lot of dental jobs. So everybody hit the ground running, applying, their asses off to get these dental hygienist jobs. And I got a phone book. I went on to the Google and printed out, because this was before Google was in your phone, printed out all of the dentist office I could find in like the Tri-County area and beyond. We're talking Bloomington. We're talking obscure areas, Beardstown. I was willing to drive anywhere within about a two hour radius for a job. 
and I was going to be very clever. I was going to make a very poppin' resume. I was going to print it on colored paper, not in one of these like vanilla, plain, you know, regular resume paper things. I'm going to do like purple. I'm going to do like pink. I'm going to get wild. I'm going to put them in crazy colored envelopes. I'm going to just put so much intention behind my resume to make sure that somebody sees it and is like, hold on, let's call this girl. Let's do this. So I mailed out, I don't even know how many resumes. I mean, I would like to say a hundred. I'm going to guess it was probably more like 45. I probably was like, well, surely one of these will call me. Um, and then I hit the streets, the ones that were local, the ones that were like within like pretty reasonable driving distance. I just like literally would go pick a town like Pekin and I drive to Pekin and I would pass out these resumes and I go all day and I would just like look for all the dental offices that I could find, walk in, say, Hey, I really would love a dental hygiene job. Here's my resume. I would love to talk to you about it. I did this for probably like three days, um, driving around. I had mailed out a ton and I always say like this happened at my last stop, but it's kind of like the, Oh, I found it in the last place I looked. Of course, you're not going to keep looking after you find something. Right. So of course this was my last stop because I went into a dental office and I was, it really was towards the end of the day. I was like, okay, I really put in my time looking for a job today. Um, I'm going to go in this last one over here in Pekin. And I walked into this dental office and usually you just get like a receptionist and you'd like hand them your resume and they'd be like, okay, we'll give it to somebody. Thanks. And I walked in and lo and behold, there's a dentist at the counter and they're talking with the staff and I'm like, here's my resume. I'm right out of hygiene school. And they're like asking me a bunch of questions. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like answering them and like just feeling so on it. And the dentist says, um, okay, this looks great. What, how should I get a hold of you? Like if we have some hours that open up and I said, you can just give me a call. And he said, where's your phone number? And I said, it's right there at the top. You know, I'm picturing my resume, my name, my address, my phone number right underneath. And he said, where? And he turned it around and showed it to me. And I looked and in horror realized that I never put my phone number on any of these resumes. Like I had made it and redrafted it and redrafted it and changed it and redid it like 1400 times. Like they help you do it in school. Like I had like six different versions of it on my computer. And you know, for whatever reason I was looking at it thinking, yep, everything's here. And my phone number sure as hell was not on it. And it's like, you know, in the movies where they like zoom out on your face, but it's like a zoom in also, there's probably a technical term for that. I don't know what that is, but it was like literally like that. Like I felt my heart in my throat, all the cliches you can think of. My heart started beating. I started sweating immediately. He, I'm sure saw the look on my face and was like, oh, she just now realizes what she did. Um, no phone number on any of those resumes that I mailed out. Any of them, any of them. <laughs> So I was like, literally, even if I send new ones to all these places, they're going to be like, oh, this is the dumbass that didn't put her phone number on the first one. <laughs> Why would we hire her? And I'm not a dumb person. Like smart people make dumb mistakes sometimes. And this is one of those times I was 20. I thought I had the whole world figured out. I knew everything when I was 20. Don't they all? And, um, yeah, I did not get called for a dental hygiene job, not out of that round of resumes. So next time you mess up something royally, 
in a professional sense. Just think about your old friend, Sarah, and her phone number with no point of contact. But were they going to write me a letter? <laughs> like my address is on there. Are they going to draft me a letter and send it in the mail? Good God. Anyway, I hope this made you giggle. Have a great day. Breeze in Business Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Sarah Johnson, and is under the umbrella of Brazen Reputation Brand Management Projects. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing and who we are, please visit us online at brazenreputation.com. If you have a small business story that you would like to share and you feel like you would be a great fit for this podcast, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me online through my website or through social media and let's chat. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that you're here and just go out there and be well.